What up, everybody? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your boy, Emmanuel Williams, and uh, it's the holiday season. So because it's the holiday season, I am ramping down my production, and I'm just going to play a few of my favorite episodes during this time, uh, the, the weeks leading up to Christmas and up to New Year's and whatnot. As I'm taking time to just spend more time with family and uh, just get ready for 2018. So um, this episode that I'm going to play here is a replay of episode 10, The Wokeness of Kendrick Lamar. Uh, that's the title of it, of, of the podcast or the episode. Um, I would say this is probably hands down the most fun I had recording up to this point just because man me and mondo started started reading this article it was a read and react and i was just like dying basically halfway through it and towards the end like it just kept getting so progressively more and more deep or fake deep i should say uh it was it was hilarious man i had so much fun recording this and we had talked about it at work it was funny we talked about it at work beforehand and I had no idea it was going to go to this level. Um, so I hope you guys have as much fun listening as I had recording it. So here we go. And uh, whatever whatever holiday y'all y'all celebrating right now, whether it's Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, Solstice, wherever you at with it, man, have a happy holiday and be safe. Grace and peace to you and blessings to your family. All right. Enjoy. That good news, I'm evidence. Oh. I gave you the truest me, my truest speech, true and deep from the loosest leaves of my loose leaf. My flaws and all, see? I'm fragile, but by grace, I am choosing peace over losing sleep. And I must say, these sandals fit quite nicely over these cruelties. People with no. Yeah. No context. Oh, man. So. But I'll give it to him. He did use a lot of big words that I want to learn. <laughs> no, you don't. You want to stay away from that, bro. <laughs> because his level of woke is that. That's what I'm talking about, bro. His level of woke is how many words can I use that? Is Stephen A. Smith woke, bro? Is he woke? Uh, gosh, it depends on. It depends on who you ask. You know, if you ask. Because the words that he used, I mean, that's you know. If he's talking about, you know. Black issues and Colin Kaepernick. If you are a suburban white person in middle America, then Stephen A. Smith is very woke. Right? I mean, I hate to put it like that, but you know. and I like so Stephen with his temerity and his unmitigated gall, like he's he's putting on for the woke folks of middle America. Hey, perhaps. And I don't like calling niggas coons. I just don't like that. You know what I mean? I really don't. Like I'm I'm not on that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people. Oh, he's. A, Stephen Coon Smith and all this like saying stuff. I, don't know. I try and get out of that, but I, I yeah. understand where that comes from. Yeah. But need to chill out. Oh, man. I, bro, like, I feel like Alan Iverson, we talking about practice. We talking about ticket prices. This is not the end of the world. Niggas gotta make money. Like, there's, there's people that have more expensive tickets. You feel me? <laughs> First, it's it's just a concert. So let's it's just let's, like, oh, what's with this entitled mentality that, that everybody's supposed to be able to go. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you there's some things you didn't have. Okay, like yeah. his stuff is on Spotify. It's, right, it's not that big. you're gonna live. It's all right. Maybe you'll see him some other time. I mean, I just I don't know. Y'all want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast. I got Mondo still with me. Um, episode ten. Um, what we're about to jump into, and we kind of already alluded to it, um, it's an article that I came across. I think I seen it either on Facebook or Instagram. Um, it comes from WearYourVoiceMagazine.com, and so it's talking about Kendrick Lamar and the prices of his tickets to his concert. Um, and this writer seems to think that. The prices of his tickets are way out of line um, for many reasons. So, what you should, should I just read? Uh, should I, I go paragraph by paragraph? Paragraph for paragraph, line for line. I want to add some con <laughs> some context, and, and you know what I mean, like some of my own perspective throughout as you read. You yeah, know, for but, sure. You know, I mean, just because I feel like 
Let's, let's, let's break it down. People have been blindly reposting this, and no shade to anybody who have seen this and felt like this brother is woke. But And I don't want to tear down this brother because I don't know him. I don't know him, but what he's And I don't know doing. if he necessarily claims to be woke, but I mean, that's I don't I think that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I just... So once, once again, Wear Your Voice magazine. Um, it is, the author is Antoine Heron. Uh, so what up, Antoine? We're going to go through line, line by line, um, paragraph by paragraph, and give our take on it. We got questions. So, yeah, we got mad questions. So, <laughs> uh, so the, the main headline says, given that the cost to see Kendrick Lamar live ranges from more than $120 to more than $1,000, it's no surprise that the average fan at one of his shows is white. That's just the headline. Okay. So think of all the shows that we've been to over the past year. Okay. We went to go see. We saw uh, J Electronica. Electronica. We saw Odyssey. BJ the Chicago Kid was there too. BJ Chicago Chicago Kid. Chance the Rapper. Chance. You know what I mean? Um, I went. I just went to go to the Travis Scott Travis concert. Scott, yeah. Um, Drake was there. Drake was there yeah. in the building. Champagne Poppy. <laughs> okay. So what would you say? Do you guys was say pause the, for that? Huh? You guys say pause for that? No, no, no. That's that's his name on his <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll say it again. No, actually, I won't. I won't say it again. But uh, so what would you say the percentage of you know as far as like white? People? Granted, we're in Portland, so we're there's in always going to be white. We're people. in Portland, so it's going to skew the numbers. It's going to make it look like it's, <laughs> it's going to skew the numbers. It is like it's <laughs> us here is different. It's not the dynamic everywhere else, but but it's no mystery that you know suburban white America have been keeping a lot of rappers rich. You know, yeah, as you know, they gave them. You know, a whole lot of money and clout going to all the shows and buying it out. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's no, I don't. So, do you think that the price is the reason why um, he's saying that there's no surprise that the average fan at one of his shows is white? Is it? Is it the price? No, it's not the price. <laughs> it's not. I don't think that's the price. I mean, but one, he's assuming that all niggas is broke. For one, and and two, <laughs> I just I don't see how that's it's any different than when. Freaking the NWA was popping and, and it was all, all white audience. Yeah, this ain't nothing new, bro. I think there's more white people in America than there are exactly. Anywhere. I think that has something to do with it. That has a whole lot to do with the, we yeah. freaking what are we 13 14 percent of the population? Uh, I want yeah, about 12 to 13 percent. 12 to 13 percent, yeah. So we just gonna brush that under the rug, you know what I mean? It's well, 14 hey, of us in a room, it's about 70 well, some of them. Let's, let's get his brother a chance. Let's go. So, first paragraph. So since the release of his third studio album, Damn, rapper Kendrick Lamar has been receiving a mountain of backlash for his song, Humble. His bona, he's bona fide as a woke, quote, he's putting in quotes, woke, socially conscious artist. And then in parentheses, he says, a description that I take great issue with. <laughs> this is already bad. Um, this is already bad. Um, so his, his, him being called woke and socially conscious has been called into question. Uh, however, while most of the focus behind assessing Lamar's wokeness has been on evaluating his lyrics, I want to ask if anyone lately has looked up the price of attending an actual Kendrick Lamar concert. It's nuts, he says. <laughs> Why <are> you? <laughs> I just I'm just thinking about how he might. Say, I don't know. But so the average price lies somewhere between more than 120 to more than a thousand dollars. Little little wonder then. That what the average concert goer courting intoxication, jumping, screaming, chanting, and reciting Lamar's blackity black lyrics are white. Which is not new, folks. That's, that's, that's not new. There's nothing not new. new to that. So, <laughs> like like we said, that's been going on for years. Exactly. Uh, since the beginning of time. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think oh, okay. Adam and Eve was trapping out at anybody's concerts. Well. But, and they're not Anglo-Saxon. I don't think they were either. They weren't. So. They, were from, they were from... Uh, <laughs> Africa or Middle East in that area. So, (laughs) so he says. To be fair, Lamar is not only is not the only artist seeing the cost of of attending his concert skyrocket. Remember that the controversy that Beyonce had to wade through over the price of admission to her concerts, promoters and other live concert, uh, and promoters and others in the live concert industry largely set the prices for these tours, but megastars aren't walking away empty-handed according to some chart that he has a link to kendrick took home about 150,000 a show in 2014 and his star has significantly uh, risen since then 
and he talks about his lifestyle, all the stupid stuff. It says that he lives a humble lifestyle. He doesn't have, you know, expensive house and doesn't have expensive cars and jewelry, all that type of stuff. But it says, however, whatever personal anti-capitalist attributes Lamar may have doesn't affect or has very little influence on the rise or drop in ticket price prices and begs us to raise a familiar question. Should black people, um, one of the poorest, if not the poorest communities in the States, shell out exorbitant amounts of money, uh, amounts of money to partake in the experience of seeing their favorite black musicians perform live? Okay, I think that's a very simple question, though. And, and the question lies, <laughs> the answer lies in the He said exorbitant. I was... was Yo, don't was, that, get, was that word necessary? Was don't thinking. get me lying. I don't think that word was necessary. I think right now he's trying to give more clout to himself right now by exorbitant. Like, come on, bro. Like, chill out. I, I do feel like... So the question, basically, to, you know... Should black people answers, pay to go see their favorite Yes, and the answer is if you can afford it, yes. If you can't, <laughs> stay at home and listen to it on Spotify like I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that Bro, big I'm not deal. going. Like, I was looking at those prices. I'm like, dude, I'm not dropping. <laughs> and you can you can get some tickets for like 200 Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's just not in my priority. Not to say that I couldn't do it. Exactly. I mean, but I just don't want to pay $200 for a ticket and I have to drive to Tacoma. It matters what you It's not important. If it was important, I'll do it. But it's not important. You know what's funny to me? I feel like... This new woke is just the real way of saying I can't afford to go. You know, like I refuse. Nah, nigga, you couldn't buy the ticket, and it's cool. You can't afford it, <laughs> and it's all right. I'm not dissing you for that, but right. don't get mad at Kendrick because he's making money like rappers have been doing for years now. I mean, this is silly. Was it, I wonder if there was a woke think piece about uh, Bruno Mars because his tickets they were like seventy or 350 like it was yeah. it was nosebleed like almost behind the stage or like everything else was like $300 bro it's crazy but he ain't black though so he mixed he's like Hawaiian or some stuff what does that even mean he's from Hawaii I don't think he's from Hawaii he is you don't know where he's from I do I saw him in an interview like they said he which, which island I don't know which island he ain't got no black hand the way he danced <laughs> he said he's raised in Hawaii he can't he can't dance and sing the black music you know what I mean the way that he moves bro <laughs> He don't got no African okay, descent. <laughs> Dang, bro, am I really? <laughs> <laughs> I've been obsessed with pauses, folks, man. I, this is what social media is done to me already. Nah, but <laughs> I hear you, though. I hear you, though. He, he's definitely probably got some, some, something in him. All right, so as we go back to the, to the article. So, so, yeah, should black people pay exorbitant amounts of monies? <laughs> to partake in the why you gotta use it's funny so he says when you say it loud and if you're committed to far left politics the answer seems pretty clear no wait there's nothing political about that though this is what I'm mad about this is not this has nothing to do with right or left politics you feel me this is not political folks if you can afford it go if not stay home but if you're committed to these type of politics you're anti-paying exorbitant amounts of money to see your favorite black artist perform so what is he saying like the brother that could easily pay for that like it's nothing to him it's in his budget i could easily go to this and it's not gonna i'm not gonna take a hit well let i think i think we'll get there with this next paragraph okay so stars like kendrick and beyonce should put more pressure on the industry to keep things affordable because that's their main responsibility that's what they've worked so hard for individual blacks with some financial clout and a huge platform must be dedicated to helping the black community as a whole survive. (laughs) Okay. Again, because that's what they work so hard to do nowadays. So it's kind of what like Stephen A. Smith ghost wrote this, bro, because (laughs) he says on first take all the time, you know, you know, white people, they got a job, but black people, we got a responsibility. When we come to work, (laughs) we got to represent for our whole culture. We got to look at what we doing to ourselves. Wait, oh, <laughs> to any Hey, and every black person know it. I got a responsibility when I go to work. I'm representing <laughs> for my mother, for my grandmother. <laughs> Yo, my, so, my sister Carmen. <laughs> so bad. Why he shout out Carmen though? All the time. I, I hope he has, like, she's his only sister. Because yeah. she, show, he, she shows, he shows her the most love. And <laughs> nobody else gets love in his family, bro. That's the only name you hear, bro. Man. But, uh, but yeah, man, so, um, uh, where, where's that? All right. So growing out of this mind frame is the belief that individual black musicians and artists committed to this objective, to the progress of the race will or should lower the prices of tickets to ensure 
the collective enjoyment of the black community. Assuming, of course, as I do, that the music was was made for the black audience. Okay. So the music was only made for black people. Well, I mean, you can you can. That's a fair point as far as like who like who their target market is. Sure. But is it though? I mean, well, Kendrick, yeah, yeah, he makes music, but we would have said the same thing about Cube. We would have said the same thing about Snoop. We would have said the same thing about Dre, N.W.A., about The Rock, Kim, about Run D.M.C. We would have said the same about all these people. But the reason why he's holding but the Kendrick to a higher standard look the same. But he's holding Kendrick to a higher standard because he's a bona fide woke or socially conscious artist. So, so is Public Enemy. So is Nas. I guarantee you, more white people have bought their their tickets than black <laughs> at these concerts. I guarantee you. But he's saying that. Kendrick and Beyonce are running up the price on people, on their own people. But they well, is, but that, it, is but, it just more expensive for black people? Or <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, there's so many problems with this article. I don't know how much the black section is versus the white section. <laughs> you but, know what I'm saying? Like, is it just more did black people got to pay more than white people? Because I don't think Kendrick is doing that. What he's saying is, per capita, black people are poorer <laughs> than white people. So therefore, if the music is made for black people, right? So, so therefore, Kendrick has worked to a point where. He could charge this, you know, because my work warrants this based on the market and based on what everybody else is getting paid, based on the scale that, that would equate to my level of talent, my level of celebrity. But I should take millions less all in the name of my people. This doesn't make any sense. And then we're going to be talking about how come black artists don't make as much as white artists. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to be something. It's, it's going like, to be something. Somebody's going to be mad about something. Yeah, then we can get behind him and say, oh, he should be celebrating more. But then when he wants to get paid more, we got a problem. He ain't woke enough. <laughs> See, but what he's saying is, what he said, growing out of this mind frame is the belief that individual black music- musicians and artists um, are committed to this objective, to the progress of the race. Uh, so people that are committed to the progress of of the race should enjoy their prices so that their race can you know progress because they can go to the concert so I mean think about see you think of the same thing I am so uh, man I'm trying to I'm trying to make this I'm trying to be on this side a little bit progress is a very intense word for like (laughs) going to a damn concert (laughs) you know what I'm saying like am I really progressing nigga I went to a concert like I don't think my life is progressing (laughs) <laughs> because I was at the concert you know what I mean I enjoyed a night out for a few hours like, oh, this shit. has nothing to do with the progression of my people it's not that deep bro you know what I mean again <laughs> if you can afford it go Dude, if you can't they, he says they should home. lower the price of the, of the tickets to ensure the collective enjoyment of the black community okay because that's the only reason he did assuming it. of course as I do that the music was made for the black audience this is the central tenet of racial uplift ideology. It was ideology. <laughs> that so was I, I didn't. I didn't know that there was a racial uplift ideology. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. But <laughs> maybe the bro. But he's. I mean. So we got to get under his paradigm. So his his whole thing is the racial uplift ideology. So <laughs> under the racial uplift ideology, you got to smash capitalism. Okay. If you're woke and if you're socially conscious. Okay. Then it's your. You know, you as an entertainer, you with that type of clout, you're supposed to make way for your people to go to your concerts because you make your music for them. Okay. So even though, even though the market is the market, Marcus they the market. want you to. He's saying go against the market. And we're ignoring the fact that he makes the music not only for a certain audience, which is us. We can we can collectively agree that right. But he also makes it to make money. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we're ignoring this. We're ignoring the fact that. Kendrick's venue is not going to be like one of these low-level rappers or independent artists. Like his venue is going to cost more to keep the lights on. So, next paragraph. Is he going to get to that? He's going to get to that. So, so he says. However, under capitalism, under a masochistic economic system, based on the principle of quote-unquote blind forces ruthlessly intervening into the activity of human ecology, (laughs) things are never as obvious as what we prefer, or perhaps. They are, but we continue to believe that blackness can save or fundamentally alter the basic or rudimentary principles of capitalist production. It can't. It can't. 
He literally said it twice. Okay. So, yes. So where, where do we go from there, bro? So, I mean, if blackness, which I assume he's trying to, you know, um, reiterate the point that Kendrick's music is one that promotes blackness, cannot stop or, or, or correct capitalism, this capitalistic society that has mm-hmm. been bestowed upon us. Right. You know what I mean? Then why is he concerned with Kendrick lowering his prices? If you're just admitting right now that no level of blackness infused, you know, by Kendrick's music can 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 do that, can save us from this capitalistic society, then lowering his ticket prices ain't gonna do that either. You know what I mean? Like that, I'm just confused. Like, it, correct me. Like, is am I? So am if I he makes less. So if he lowers his ticket prices and makes less money. So he makes less money. He makes money in this capitalistic society that's using him as a pawn. Still makes what they make. He just makes less, and they make more. He just gets. He gets the same cut. He's gonna get the same. Yeah, look, they they gotta. But are but with the racial uplift ideology, if more of us go to the concert, <laughs> then our race will be uplifted from going to that concert. You gotta stop giving him clout. That's not that's not <laughs> no, a real I'm thing. I'm trying to the, I'm trying to the ride uplift, the wave of what he's what he's presenting. The racial uplift ideology is not a real thing. Those are like Dude, this is I mean, it I was, think he went to school for this. It was a smooth progression of words that he put together and nah, thought it sounded I, I'm, dope. Well I'm not I'm not sure of it, but like <laughs> I don't think he came up with that on his own. Yeah, oh he he had ghostwriters. No, I'm not saying he had ghostwriters. I'm just saying like there's probably some type of study. Some you know, movement already. Some type in place. of movement or some type of like in the field of academia where this is a thing <laughs> dang okay uh, perhaps I don't know I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm a give them that I think there's somewhere in academia where there's a racial uplift ideology if you google it right now you'll probably see all types of articles of racial uplift ideology and who's the father of it and all that type of stuff you know what I mean let's find out while you're reading that I'm gonna be doing <laughs> ra- racial uplift ideology watch it's gonna be something official too racial uplift it should Okay, racial uplift meaning racial uplift movement. Should I put the ideology? Is that I, well? Ideology is probably another thing that you could say movement. Just racial uplift movement. Yeah. So you can look that up. Um, I'm gonna skim through the rest of this and see if the rest of this is necessary. Of. If black artists intend to compete and maintain a firm foothold in the music business and protect a certain level of respect and credibility amongst their industry peers, the smart business move would be to raise the price for their live performances. Smart, that is, for them, but disastrous for the particular demographic their music is made for. Okay, let's. I gotta stop Googling because <laughs> you just said a word that caught my attention. Disastrous. All right. So it's so it's smart to keep up with the industry and what the industry demands, but it is disastrous. Okay. For the particular demographic their music is made for. Alright, let's look this up. All right. Not to imply anybody doesn't know what this means, but I think it's very important for us to have um um you know grammatic context to this, you know. Um <laughs> encyclopedic Whatever I'm trying to recall big words right now. It's not working. It's too late. I had a long day. Anyway, disastrous, right? Causing great damage. Highly unsuccessful. The team made a disastrous start to the season. Right? A disastrous fire swept through the museum. Was disastrous necessary? They're like, what disaster is incurred upon less people of whatever demographic being able to see his concert this is actually pre- this is heavier than what I initially thought bro like I, w- I didn't think of looking into the word like disastrous was unnecessary but then when you go into the definition what he's saying is Kendrick Lamar is in effect <laughs> destroying he's destroying come on can you you can't tell you can't bro man you're trying so hard to advocate for this brother but there's no way man like, tell me please hold on man hold on hold on hold tell on, me on. I want you to correlate disaster Antoine Heron bro you just said Kendrick Lamar is destroying the black community causing great damage this is oh my goodness this is the Webster definition. man I've been trying to I've been trying to give this brother the benefit of the doubt so him raising his prices is causing great damage to the people. Give me some more uh, definitions of, of disastrous, according to good old Master Webster there. Oh, man, it's just, you know, 
devastating, ruinous, mm. harmful, dire, terrible, awful, shocking, appealing, dreadful. Wow. <laughs> Why they have black is one of them. <laughs> Ain't that bad? You won. I, I kid you not. I, like I look. said, old slave owner Webster. Yeah. Look. <laughs> Tell me you don't see black in there. Black, dark. <laughs> black is disastrous. See? People. See? I West, told you. We, that's, that's, told why we gotta, that's why we got to deconstruct that racism, man. We we can't let them put that with us. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You can't put African American in there because that would just be bad. But you, can black <laughs> and you, can, you can slide that in there real quick. Slide that in right quick. Black Dang. is disastrous. Dang. Dang. Bro, a mix with black. This is I just find humor. It's black, dark, unfortunate, <laughs> unlucky. Nigga, you put black and unlucky in the same. <laughs> I think whoever wrote this was like, yeah, y'all niggas unlucky. I mean, this is a <laughs> this is a subtle shot. I was just like, for how long? Man, that's some bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. Ill-fated. Oh my god. So I mean, I just so you're 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 standing by your position. It warranted that. Kendrick's prices are disastrous to the black community. I'm not. Can you make a case for that? No. Okay. All right. No, this is not destroying the black community um, as we know it. Okay. But but the trend that he might start by raising his prices like this could, in effect, destroy the black community. What if what if Chance the Rapper catches on and he says, you know, I could charge more? What if? What if the Migos say, you know what, we're not making enough based on the scale and how good culture is doing right now, their album? What if J. Cole decides to be less woke? You know what I mean? The funny thing is, he he's talking dress. about Kendrick Lamar, who is like the best rapper in the world right now. The best. <laughs> okay, that's that's subjective. Anytime you say better or best, and I know you're trolling right now. The yeah. best. <laughs> the best what? The best pure rapper. The best pure rapper in the world right now. Okay. Over your boy Champagne Poppy. Okay? I never said Drake was the best pure rapper. Look, in the I world. know I know that's who you have in mind. I never said it's that. It's all good. It's all good. I never said that. It was so <laughs> bro, you're not just gonna nah. I'm gonna defend myself, brother. You ain't just gonna throw that out there like <laughs> this subtle shot I can't sweep back. Nah, nah. We're gonna address that folks. Oh, I never God. said Drake is the best pure rapper in the world. We had a conversation earlier about best who, rap artist, about who the best hip hop artist. Who's the he's best? He's on. He's on the top of the totem pole, Kendrick. Who's the best hip hop artist in the world right now? Right now, yeah. Like, I don't know what criteria you use, but like you can make a heavy case that it's either one of them, depending upon what you prefer. But, okay, one A and one B. Okay, let's just for the sake of argument. No. All right. God. So he's one of the top two artists. Yes. Okay. I'll say that for. For your sake, no, nah, not for my sake. Look at the record sales, bro. Look okay, at for screens. for Look the, the for the sake of record sales, we'll say. Ah, uh, see, see. I just gave you everything that you want. Drake's concert did not cost as much as some of these tickets that Kendrick is. I bet you it costed more. Drake is more woke than Kendrick. Stop. <laughs> okay, so that just took a disastrous turn. I forgot what I was even saying. <laughs> so, with, so basically, with with Kendrick, okay. So Chance, the rapper had one of the greatest years last year Grammy Award winning he did his concert cost us like 40 45 bucks or something like that something like that yeah Solange came to Portland her tickets were 70 to 100 dollars hmm Travis Scott came to Portland tickets was 40 bucks 45 bucks Solange bro but she's, she's had one album but she's part of the royal family though so bro I did, like I bought it for the wife, and I didn't think twice about it because you know it was, it was a birthday, and so I just I bought the tickets, got the you know best section I could. You felt that was a bad a bad investment. No, I just I didn't think about it until like she was like she changed her mind. She said she didn't want to go, um, because because some other stuff came up, kind of conflicted with her schedule, and so I sold and I was trying to sell the tickets, and I didn't realize when how expensive they were until I started like tried to start selling them. I was like, dang, this is a lot. Like, who wants to drop? $200 for Solange right now like I didn't even know why I did it I just did it just because you know what I mean she's Beyonce's sister like you know but just think about where she is on the scale of artistry and catalog versus a chance and what True. he did with his breakout album a uh, Travis Scott what I mean maybe not Travis Scott but like but Kendrick like Kendrick you would expect him to have at least $100 if not if Solange is charging oh, 100 oh yeah. Kendrick is charging 250 but I think that speaks to how big that Beyonce is to be honest because that's what Solange exactly yeah that's, that's true that's a piece of how big I mean it's like if 
I don't know, maybe it'd make a bigger difference if he was still alive. Maybe, maybe not. If Jermaine Jackson <laughs> went on tour, right? Come I'm on, just saying, bro. Come like, on, bro. Yo, he would have some level of whatever just because of his association <laughs> with the King of Pop. That speaks to how big Michael is, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if Jermaine, you know what I'm saying, got on his auto-tune, started trapping out, oh, whatever, yeah. tried to reinvent himself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo. Okay, you, you might be on to something right now. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Speaks to how big Beyonce is, but you no, know, you make a good point. If Solange can charge seventy, Kendrick can easily charge charge five hundred. Easy, <laughs> like there's no question for his dick. I mean, so that's just what that is. Um, so to to finish out this this here, uh, so on the demand side of the equation, in pricing America's black population out of entertainment and recreation, oh goodness, <laughs> we find an ethnic community in desperate dire straits. Still <laughs> desperate. Listen, like niggas ain't got Spotify and iTunes. And oh why is it making it sound like we're deprived of music? <laughs> like, if I can't make it to the concert, I'm never gonna hear this song again. You know what I mean? Like, Hold on. I'm getting mad at these words right now, man. Like, I'm I'm getting so mad at his vocabulary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> desperate. Like, we're just standing outside, hungry for music that we'd have no access to. This is upsetting to me, bro. Oh, why are people god. reposting this this article, man? Oh my god, I'm not even hating on dude. I'm not even hating. Look, he got a bunch of big words. He speaks well. That's cool. I'm giving props for that. But all the people reposting this, I'm so mad. Oh my god, I can't, even, <laughs> I can't finish this, bro. Oh my god. All right, let me try to compose myself. <sighs> we find the ethnic community in desperate, dire straits. <laughs> <laughs> bro, man, you can't even read this in a straight face, man. You know how ridiculous it sounds, bro. <laughs> no, come on, we gotta finish it, man. Like the people need to, this needs to be deconstructed, <laughs> man. Oh, man, this is tough. Still, <laughs> still wrestling with the ex. <laughs> come on, man. Read it, hey. <laughs> we trying to. We try to okay. hey, let's try to give him a chance. Oh man. my give god, I'm crying. I'm literally crying over here, bro. I cannot. I can't, bro. <laughs> give him a chance. Still wrestling with the existential repercussions of systemically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, systemically produced high employment rate, fourteen percent intergenerational poverty, and a steadily growing race-based wealth gap. Lamar, I'm sure, was acquainted with poverty. And hunger understands this. I suspect that most people on this can <laughs> This is so ridiculous, bro. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I suspect that most people, most of the people in his camp, understand the pre precariousness of the times as well. I also expect that they are not willing to take a pay cut in order to ease somewhat the burden of organizing these events. That have been so crucial to the psychic well-being of the community. Wait, they wait, 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 we got pause. The psychic well-being? Like, yo, <laughs> the psychic well-being of our people. Wait, his kind of, his... Okay, wait. bro, I can't. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I like how you brushed over that real fast, bro. <laughs> wait, so this has to do with the psychic well-being of our people, being able to see Kendrick live. This is affecting my psychic well-being. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god! I, I'm just, oh my god! I'm mad at how deep he's making this. Oh, I'm mad at how, this is no longer just entertainment. This is our this is, psychic This is why I'm not woke, bro. Because this this is woke, and I'm not this, bro. No, but he's not really woke, man. Oh my god! Oh On a Facebook god. level, yeah. I, yo, this is Facebook deep, bro. The psychic well-being of our people, like so, Kendrick is depriving us of psychic well-being. Woo! That yo, yeah, that's 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 big. That's big. Oh, Continue though, it's, and, it's, and it's not just Kendrick; it's his whole camp. His whole camp, because they're not willing to take a pay cut in order to ease somewhat the burden of organizing these events that have been so crucial. This, these concerts have been crucial <laughs> to the psychic well-being of the community from which they sprung. And when okay. he says they sprung, he means Kendrick and his team. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah I get what he says, but yo, is this crucial to our psychic well-being? <clears throat> you know, like. Do you feel personally affected? Like, your psychic well-being is in jeopardy <laughs> if you can't see Kendrick live. Are you saying is my world crashing down around me because I can't? Does it affect your psychic well-being? Like, 
I'm gonna be alright, bro. You gonna be alright? Right, right? Yeah. Okay. We gonna be alright. I think Kendrick said that we we're gonna. We be gonna all right. be alright. Yeah. Too. Hey, you know. So great segue into that. I'm saying, but but is this true for somebody? I don't want to be so narrow with my scope, with my, my with my worldview to to basically to fully negate the possibility that somebody else might be more heavily affected by not being able to see Kendrick live. You know what I mean? So is there something to that? Is he really affecting the psychic well-being of somebody out there whose life dream is just to see him live and can't afford it? Two words. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I just, you know, I want to be sure I'm not tripping. No, no bro. This just got so much more ridiculous. In it. And, and just the language, the Stephen A. Smith tone of the article is just... <laughs> It's <laughs> something else, bro. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, is that where it ended? Like, I, that's I it. That's it. That's it. It ended. It ended, right, it ended there. right there. Yeah. So, final thoughts. Like, is is Kendrick wrong for the inflation of his prices right now? It's not inflation. He's actually. I feel like his his ticket prices are under what he could ask for, based on his celebrity, right? Based on his celebrity, based upon you know three classic albums. You know what I mean? Well. <laughs> That's subjective. Two classic albums. This last one was good. Is it a little ba- soon to based call upon, classic? Based upon three classic albums. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? 600,000 the first week. You know? Um, he was, broke his own record with okay. this third classic album. So, so so views almost went platinum the first week. Was that a classic album? Like, no. Okay. So, but anyways, so, but let's, let's, <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. We're I talking like about, just press on the rug. Basically, <laughs> we're talking about Kendrick. sells me nothing. Like, no, I'm just saying views was not a classic. Yeah, I said views was a classic. It wasn't. But he sold more than this one did the first week. Yeah, so those those numbers don't correlate with the classiness of the. But it content. does when Kendrick sells six hundred thousand. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We want to make sure that the scale isn't even right now. Yeah. So. so if 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 McDonald's sells a million burgers, okay, that's great. But if Burgerville sells a million, million burgers, who had more beef in their burger? <laughs> I don't even. Burgerville. <laughs> McDonald's is using that that week those little thin little weak buns and and thin pieces of meat in their cheeseburger. But Burgerville is using real organic grass-fed cows. I don't know there's if that more correlates beef. to what we're talking about. No, there, what I'm saying is there's more content in what Kendrick is pushing. So, therefore, Kendrick doesn't have to sell as much. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what's in the content. Drake is putting that fluff in there, putting that little weak singing. He's taking little that stuff. That weak singing, all the shots. That weak singing that he's doing. And he's, and he's taking, you know... Little lines from over here, lines over there. Party next door. I like your songs. I need, I need that. <laughs> Quentin, Quentin Miller, I, I need your help. Thank you. The shade. Hush. Thank you, sir. I, I need those lines. The shade. Uh, the weekend. Hey, I know you're not a big artist yet, but can I have four or five songs? Thank you. <laughs> can Matt, I put you on? Can Matt, I give you a platform that you never had before and make you a celebrity? Majid Jordan, I need that whole song. Thank you. Bro. And you'll never put an album out under my label. You're you're kicked to the curb as soon as I get done. No, they did put an album out. Like, no, it was trash. <laughs> it was trash. You listened to it? No, I just know it was trash. You're going to tell me you listened to it? See, I didn't. <laughs> exactly. But no one Come has on, spoken well of it. Come on, man. You have you watched articles on Majid Jordan's album? Come on, man. Admit that you have no context towards nah. anything that OVO is dropping except when Drake drops. Because they only even pushed their artists except for Party, and it was, it was a whack album. That was a terrible album. Roy Williams, Roy, Roy Woods dropped that project. Nobody really a knew little EP, it. Yeah, yeah, like six songs or something like that. We, <laughs> Dang, man, yo, the level of hate. Let's not ignore the fact that he's putting other people on to some degree. I mean, gigs. You know he's not saying? putting gigs ain't on on OVO. He's not on OVO, but the platform that he has now. No, has he gave gigs a platform. Gigs, is, you know what I mean. Gigs is my dude. Everybody's Batman. Yeah. Didn't it? Didn't it? Hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with, I'm with gigs. You know what I'm saying? I'm right with gigs, yeah. I'm saying, it's skeptic. Let's just not, you know what I'm saying? I, I respect Kendrick. And, you know, you said something deep before you know, that there can be more than one, right? Mm-hmm. They can coexist and both be great. There doesn't yes. have to be one that's for what it's worth. Kendrick, in my mind, is the best pure rapper in the world right now like yeah. based on his body of work based on what he's his creativity mm-hmm. now when you talk about just overall lyrical talent you can rightfully put some other people in the conversation J. Cole even while lay people sleep on him but when it comes to bars you can't put J. Cole over Kendrick I'm, I'm saying you, or you, say in the conversation. you can put him in the conversation oh, sure, of like sure. best lyricist in the game like sure. on his best when you just talking nothing but bars he can rap as good as anybody J. Cole or, you know what I'm saying but when you're talking about the best overall best rapper in the game right now 
you know, I feel like you do got to look at a few other factors. You got to look at, you know, the album sales. You got to look at the overall popularity, the creativity, his his body of work, the, his content. You know, from from Good Kid to to Pimp a Butterfly, even Damn, which I don't think is a classic album, but it's it's a good album. It, it Kendrick is rightfully up there at, in the number one seat as best pure rapper right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll give you that. But they can coexist. They do different things. Yeah, they can, hate, they can definitely coexist. I hate comparing the two because they're, it's apples and oranges, man. It's not the same thing at all, you know? It's not. Champagne Poppy give you that melodic vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll sing to you and then trap out, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This and, is true. And then beyond the my deeper redeems. And then beyond, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, yeah. he's a renaissance man when it comes to all that stuff, right? Yeah. But, but Kendrick is a pure rapper. We got to stop comparing them. They're both the best in the game. And that's what it is, you know what I mean? I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Kendrick is Batman. Drake we is gotta, we gotta, Superman. We got to stop. We got to stop. <laughs> stop right there? We got to stop with that. <laughs> but they both we, Justice League. I right? think we can say all that to say this, that Kendrick is not... <laughs> He's not a he's not disastrous to the black community. His ticket prices for his concert, oh yeah, I are not bringing us down as a people. And thank you for for bringing it back to that. I there's just so many problems with that article, man. My the biggest thing, listen, if if he this is all that he got out of it from he saw Kendrick's prices and this is all that went through his head. He's a deeper brother than me, right? <laughs> but. The more the thing that's more upsetting is how many people like how many reposts that guy. I don't know how many reposts. I mean, I'm, sh- I don't even know if you can track it in the. In you know what I'm saying? Person. Like people, were well, there are enough people that really bought into that? That uh, yo, like Kendrick is, this is disastrous. What he's doing to us right no, now. I don't, I don't know if people are buying into it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Or like I'm again, I'm not on Facebook right now, so I ask you like, do you have to really buy into completely to something that you repost, or do you just repost it? No, people just repost like they they see the the headline most of the time. Okay, and they just repost it. Okay, so there's, but people are being better about it. Like I remember, I mean, I, I think we've all been like guilty of of reposting something. That yeah, like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good, <laughs> but it was like, oh, that was back in 2014. Like for real. <laughs> They're talking about like oh, earthquake is coming to Portland, uh, you know, projected in two weeks. I'm like, oh shoot! And you look at the article, it's like, oh, May 12, 2014. I'm like, what the? So, so of 100 for every 100 reposts, like how many of those reposts were actually read by the poster, by the reposter? Do you think? Uh, like what percentage would you? What percentage? Estimate. Man. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Okay. Well, if that's the true number, with our attention span. And we're just like a headline type of people right now. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot of them were being read because okay. I mean some of those things are. I don't even. Cause I know I don't read most. I read like maybe the first paragraph. I want to check and see if the date is is accurate. If okay. it's like within a recent date, like this article itself was posted on April the twenty fifth. Okay, you know All what right. I mean. So this is recent. So if know? people aren't really reading the article, I can understand you reposting. It just it looked like it was appealing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. The headline caught you. All credit to him for making a provocative enough headline to catch people's attention. It's all good. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I don't feel so bad about our people now. But when I read that, it's just it's so upsetting, man. I, and, and it's it's uh it's so upsetting. and it's something that's it's like I said, Facebook deep because like like you said, they'll just read the the headline of the article like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's right, you know what <laughs> I mean? So when they it says when black music is not access, accessible to black people, like oh, like that sounds dope. It it's, does. It sounds it like does. yo, like I'm onto something. Like thoughts on Kendrick Lamar ticket prices, like oh, we, we need it. We need to you know unite together and take back what's ours it sounds like on some philosophical like extra like pro-black militant like we need to really respect the genre that we help create it's racial uplift ideology (laughs) that's what it sounds so give him credit bro like he was he's on with you know with that capturing people's attention yeah but as you read deeper (laughs) the the level of depth (laughs) that he found in this it's just yo, it's it's uncanny. It's oh, it's yeah. incomparable. Yeah. The the level of depth that he was able to find from this. Uh, I'm just I'm in awe. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm I'm speechless now, bro. It's funny because like, like I said, I read it at work, and I was I was skimming. I was I was skimming through it. But the more I read it out out loud, bro, it's just like this is. 
This, sounds, this is not working. It sounds even worse when you like when when it's audible. You know what I mean? It sounds way worse when you read in your head. It's like oh, it's dumb. But then you, just hear it out loud. <laughs> you actually hear it out loud, <laughs> and you just you, you just read those words like this is disaster. What did he say? The one that really just had us both just done, like it's affecting the psychic well being <laughs> of our people <laughs> because his tickets are too expensive. Oh, I'm just God. yo, I'm I'm done with that dude. I don't. But he writes no. Well. The one that had me, the one that had us going was the, you know, we find the ethnic community in desperate, dire straits, still wrestling with the existential repercussions of of a systemically produced high employment rate, intergenerational poverty, and a steadily growing race based wealth gap. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what does that have to do with Kent? like, man? He's just trying to put on a show for the people, bro. Exactly. Like, hey, he he's, does. He's an worse. entertainer. He's not an economist. I'll give you that. He's not a politician. <laughs> He makes music. That's it. Either dance or or sit down. Like, what are you, you know, talking about? Like, why is he? The answer, the question. Did he ask a question on his um in his thing? Did he ask a question? I know he was just making statements, bro. Like, he just he ran. Was... I thought at one point he asked if we should be supporting him or something like that. Um. Uh, well, he he might have posed a question or two. Um. Uh, but I guess uh, my whole question with him is always... his question like, are we are we surprised that? Or no, he says it's no surprise that the average fan at one of his shows is white. But what's his? Which is again, it's not new to hip hop at all. Mm-hmm. But but what's my biggest thing with him is what is his end game? Does he want people so brothers that could otherwise afford to go to his show decide not to because it's not no? Right he wants it. he wants the people. He wants to get the attention of the artists so that the artists will bring will bring his prices down, so, or he wants the people to make an uproar, maybe. And say, hey, you know, we think that you should come down in your prices because you're not uplifting the black community by making your your prices your your prices aren't in line with the economic state of the black community in America. <laughs> so your subject matter doesn't warrant us paying that much, right? <laughs> Basically, like we we we're not going to support you because you're not looking out for us as far as your ticket prices are concerned. You talk about real problems, so we can't pay that much to you. I, I don't, I don't understand this dude's racial ideology uplifting right now. I don't, yo, it's it's all bad. So you you want to uplift our race, but you want like the the biggest black artist to make less. Yes, I don't get it for for his for his sake for, for I guess for, for the sake benefit. of the people though. So he wants Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce to fall on the sword so that the rest of our race can be uplifted uplifted and have a healthy psychic well-being yes okay because after we go to that concert (laughs) everything's gonna be all right (laughs) life is gonna be good life is gonna be way better if you have bills you're struggling with you just need to get to that concert yep i mean if you can't afford to pay your rent (laughs) hey you can spend 75 dollars to go to kendrick lamar concert and your rent doesn't matter you don't even worry about it it doesn't matter don't don't even worry about it you You got family issues you got you struggling with whatever you're struggling with you know what i mean if you could see that concert if you could just touch the hem of <laughs> Kendrick Lamar's, nah. you're gonna be all right. It's yeah, it's it's crazy how much responsibility that people put on celebrity, like entertainers. Oh yeah, like they're business people. Like they're in this to make money. To make money. That's it. Like this is what they do for a living. If they don't do a show, like 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 he was saying in this thing, like or he, I didn't read that part of it, but. Artists aren't getting paid off of music sales. No. That streaming, they're getting nothing. They're getting pennies. Pennies, They're yeah. getting fractions of pennies per stream. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, that's the only way he's going to make money. Oh, yeah. He's not going to sell a million records out of Tower Records, no. <laughs> out of Music Millennium. or where, You know, he's like, yeah. he's, what, what is, where is he going to sell music? He can't. He can, but it's not going to make <laughs> what money. What was that other one in the mall, Lois? Just uh, be on the first floor. Uh, Camelot got, was it Camelot nah, or it? Fye or something? Yeah, like that? Fye. That was <laughs> where they got the dresses. Now. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I used to be over all the albums. Well, I'd be dropped. in there all the time, just going this, through stuff, sampling like the first twenty seconds of the song. Yep, you yep, the little listening station. <laughs> Man, I used to be in, like literally. Me and my boy Anthony would go to the mall, go to every music store Dang. for hours, and just listen to whatever came out bro that's crazy be going through all the little CDs whatever just like acting like I'm about to buy something see these kids are spoiled cause they didn't they didn't grow up in that era nah they didn't have to wait till something come out and then go to the mall and go get it you know what I mean 
or or not be able to afford it and just have to listen to the first 20 seconds of every oh, song. Oh, yeah, just listen to it at the <laughs> listening station. like <laughs> Exactly. Hoping that somebody wasn't standing there. You know what I mean? So now we can complain about Kendrick. Like, you couldn't even hear the album until you got it. You know what I'm saying? And then you might not like it. See, now nobody can argue or, or complain about being deprived of music. Right. You can pay 10 bucks a month or, or not and still have a free and just deal with ass. Right. You yeah. can just go on SoundCloud or you can use somebody else's login for Spotify. Yeah. Even but even Spotify, like they have a free one, don't they? Yeah, they do. They have when a free you, one. You yeah, gotta yeah. listen to ads every now and then, but still. And it's you can't free select music. I don't I don't think you can create your own playlist or nothing like that. Or it's just all random or something. I thought you could create a playlist but you can only skip like six times per right. hour. Yeah, so kinda yeah. like Pandora. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once you skip a certain amount of times you gotta wait an hour, but still it's free music. Basically. But you're being deprived because Kendrick is too expensive to go see him live right you know what I mean right it's just your world is ending the music that you've been waiting for all your life is no longer accessible for that block of time and what well, still is but just not live to the struggle of black America is why do being you bring exacerbated up? because of <laughs> why do you bring up unemployment rates <laughs> Isn't it right? Because it all ties in to be <laughs> being able to buy the ticket. Because most, because fourteen percent of us are unemployed, Yo. but the music is made for us. We can't go to the show, and so therefore, therefore, we're less inspired to become employed. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. I see where you was see, going. Look now, see. now you catching on. Yo, bro. Antoine ain't so bad, man. <laughs> I respect to him. The thing is, I bet you this dude. I hate to talk about a man that I don't know. Um, and, that, and that he's not present at this table but I'm just going to throw a guess out there he is 24 years old 24 to 26 years old Okay, he's fresh he he hasn't he doesn't have like he said like we said he doesn't have that context of not being able to listen to somebody's music anyway all you do is you have to wait for your certain TV show on TV show to come on to watch the actual video yeah or you had to really listen to the radio to wait for for that one song that you want to listen to. There's no YouTube. There's no YouTube. You can't just go on YouTube and watch and listen to all of your music. Yeah. Uh, there's no streaming anything. So he doesn't. So the era that we're in, that we can so easily obtain everything, like everything that we've ever dreamed of in music, it's here now. Like if we had this stream when I was a kid, bro, like. Like I would have been in heaven, bro. Like I'm in heaven now, honestly. Like I love it, bro. Like I got I got title and I got Spotify, bro. Because I just but you know and what think mean? about it, it's just thinking. I don't want to act like I'm not just the consumer right now. Be speaking like I'm speaking for the artists, or whatever. But just out of respect for what they do, think about the fact that back in, then, the one good thing about when artists dropped a project is the fact that it was less. It was it was more difficult for the consumer because mm-hmm. we had to anticipate it. We had to wait for it. We mm-hmm. had no choice when it dropped. We was on it. The music wasn't so accessible that everybody has it now. It's so accessible that when you drop an album, it's old in two weeks mm-hmm. because everybody done listened to it a million times. But think about the technology, though. So, what if like your artist was dropping a CD, but you didn't have no CD player? Yeah, all you had was a cassette player. So then you had to buy a, a disc yeah. man, or you had to hope your parents bought you a CD player yeah. so you can get the CD because they're not making tapes no more. Yeah, you know what I mean. You gotta protect your CD, make sure they don't get scratched. Your CD up. gets scratched up. It's a wrap. You leave it on the sun. <laughs> it's, it's a wrap. It's done. So I don't. I don't think he has any perspective of that era. So he's just totally. He's just thinking everything should be easy. Like he's. Cause he, he seems like a young millennial. Like, like we're on that outer, older edge of well, the millennial. You know, it's cool, bro. You you right there. <laughs> I mean. Bro, you you're not on Instagram or, or Facebook. You are, you an old millennial, bro. So he's a young millennial. He's probably born in the '90s. You know what I mean? So he can't relate. He can't, he can't relate. relate to the struggle at all. So so what he sees as an injustice, this really an, an injustice. Like, bro, everything should be catered to be easy, to be accessible. And the one thing that's inaccessible, oh man, this is trash. Like, how could you do that? Like, this is not cool. Like. Everything else is easy. Why can't you just <laughs> bring the price down? Like, why can't you just, you know what I mean? Like, why can't you? Why can't we just stream it? Why can't we? Nah, because it's just the privilege, this sense of entitlement. Honestly, there's there's some albums. Even though I have these streaming services, there's some albums that I buy intentionally just, just to support. support the artist. That's dope. Like I bought Odyssey's last album. That's dope. Um, I bought Travis Scott's last album. Oh. Um, it's certain like 
like more underground like Christian hip hop dudes that I support. You know, I know that they're Lecrae. not make not making yeah, Lecrae. Not even Lecrae because he's making money right now, but and that's that's cool. But like other people like like Social Club or Bizzle. Uh yeah, actually I bought I haven't bought his last two albums, but I used to buy his like yeah. on iTunes. You know what I mean? So just to, just to support because I know that they're not making big show money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll buy their album, Andy Minio, something like that. So He's yeah. Dope. yeah. Yeah, bro. So like because I understand that that paradigm of like art if you're not doing shows like you're not making money oh yeah I mean I just feel like this era has been good and bad I mean it's good in the sense that an artist can gain clout real quick because something can go viral but it's bad in the sense that again they don't make no money not like they made a bunch of money before off of CD sales but now they really don't like we get so much of it for free now yeah like it almost cheapens a big artist now it does you know what I mean that's why they got that's why they got to run the price up on these shows it's like this is their money this is their time to cash in exactly I can listen to whatever a hundred million times and they didn't earn nothing from that mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy to think about it's crazy bro. you know what I'm saying so I don't know that's why I ain't like mad you would you would literally have to stream you have literally have to do like 15,000 streams to equal one album sale that's crazy yeah and you may not even listen. You definitely probably won't listen to this album that much. Yeah, which is why, I, and I don't know. Maybe just we just came up different. I think we came up in an era. Maybe it's more less of a generational thing, which is more so how you was raised. If you couldn't afford something or something was above your means or whatever, you just dealt with it. You do something else. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it ain't the end of the world. This yeah. this things. I didn't have the latest Jordans when I was coming up. You know, I ain't got them now just because <laughs> I don't see paying two hundred bucks right for something that I don't really need like that. But yeah. Yo, if you can't go to the concert, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just don't get it, man. Yeah. Work hard, be on your grind, get to a, a point where you can't afford it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's this it's deep for no reason. Yeah, it's real, real Instagram, Facebook deep. But um, you know what? Uh, maybe this brother. No, I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to. I almost feel like there's something personal that 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 sparked that. Like he had a a, a moment. Yeah, he, I think I think he's seen way. him at the airport and he asked for his autograph <laughs> and he just looked straight through Antoine. I was like, nope, <laughs> he just kept on walking. Nope. You know what I mean? Sorry, brother. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. You know, I can't. I don't got time for uh, autographs right now. Man, something happened that it is personal. Or maybe he thought he was gonna have enough to go. You know what I mean? And. He saw ticket prices, realized he couldn't. It was that or rent this month. Something happened that was personal to him that he felt he needed to do this because he dug deep with this. You know, he went deep, bro. He dug almost like he pulled up unemployment rates. Yes, yeah. He might be an artist himself. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, trying to yeah, bring him down, bring him down because when I come out, all y'all gonna be able to afford my show. Y'all can come see me for free right now because that's how much I care about. I think his thing is it could be a you know, real woke versus fake woke. Oh, so he's since you're not popping like Kendrick, you can't hold claim to that. No, no, no. You, I'm you just saying, like, to be more woke. Than he him. claimed like he has this far left ideology, right? Okay. And he claims to be woke. He's talking about Kendrick. No, this dude Antoine. He's he's really woke. Okay. But then when he sees this celebrity, this artist Kendrick Lamar, that claims to be socially conscious and claims to be woke, but He's not putting on for his culture by making sure that, you know, Antoine and whoever else in Antoine's clique can afford to go to the concert. Then, and therefore, you ain't really woke. I'm going I'm to show you what's really woke. It's so funny because you people got to be careful, too, about judging somebody else's decisions based on circumstances that you are not based on your to. own circumstances. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you don't know what it's like to be in Kendra's shoes or to... To, to have this presented to you or to have a label saying these are the venues we're going to perform at this is what the overhead costs and whatever you make is going to be left over after these things are paid for you don't know what that's like to sit there first of and, all and look at that you, you feel me first of all Kendrick is not making these deals that's exactly that's my whole point TDE and all these like he's you not you got <laughs> you got Interscope yeah. you got Aftermath TDE's right under right you got TDE yeah you got three business entities all being paid before him all getting paid before him (laughs) they're all they all have their hands in this cookie jar you know what I'm saying and Kendrick gets paid last and Kendrick does not make those business deals with Live Nation or whoever they're going through for their concert like 
Kendrick don't have no part in that. So this is this. So this dude's rant is almost like you going to a restaurant and being angry at the waiter for the price of your meal. This is true. It's like us when we're talking to people on the phone, and you you present a rate to them like, all right, your insurance is gonna be two hundred twenty five dollars a month. Oh, so you so you gonna try to charge me two twenty five? Like, no, 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 no. That's just what the the company no, has the rates. No, no, no. See, you judging me right now. You saying that because I had. Five nine and fall accidents that I'm somehow at higher risk. You're you're choosing. Well, I didn't I didn't have insurance because I didn't have a car. Like, all right, I get it. But if you don't have continuous coverage for the past six months, your race is gonna be different. Bro, oh. help me out though, bro. You know you don't have to charge me that much. It's like, look, no, you don't have to buy this policy. <laughs> There's like literally thousands of insurance companies out there. Like, you have a choice. You don't have to buy this policy. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what this guy is. That's what he's doing. Yeah. What you're supposed to do is if you can't afford it, don't go. Right. Simple as like, that. Like, you don't have to argue with... You don't have to shoot the messenger. That's that's the thing. People, I think they don't see the, the, the bigger picture. Like I said, you go to a restaurant, you don't get mad at the waiter because it's too expensive. They Like, they had anything to do with the pricing <laughs> on the menu. You know what I mean? Kendrick is the artist. He's making his money. But like you said, you got... Interscope, Aftermath, TD, all of them get paid, and then you gotta pay for the freaking venues where he's performing. You gotta pay for the planes. You gotta pay for everybody to fly. The band. The band. You gotta pay for the, all of that, man. You gotta pay the, all the writers, all the producers. They're cut for this stuff, you know, creating residual income. There's a lot of people being paid before Kendrick sees a dollar off of this, though. People don't understand it, you know what I mean? But he was saying because Kendrick was making 150000 a show back in 2014, he knows he's gonna make more Even in 2017. Even that there is deceptive because. Ken, that's the number. You can't just make one hundred fifty thousand. That's before all of these people are paid, right? <laughs> Which you know, yeah. But people act like <laughs> I don't know. It's just silly to me. It's silly to me. Yeah. Well, I think we'll just wrap it up on that one, bro. Like that was very entertaining, though. Like I was entertained. Oh yeah. I'm, you know, we we doing this for the people. But you know, on a, on a on a on another note, just to in defense. On another note, in, in defense to Antoine, I am, I will say this, he does have a way with words, and I am looking forward to his next article, you know what I mean? If he drops another article when it's hip-hop related, I, I'm a little curious to see what he has to say now, you know what I mean? He's becoming like the Skip Bayless of <laughs> of hip-hop articles to me right now. I, I think oh. it's dope that he's getting a little bit of clout. I'm not ever going to hate another black man doing something that gains notoriety, so by all means, if you rock with what he's saying... Do you? I'm I'm looking out for the next one. Yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep tabs on this um this magazine, and uh and this brother here, and um, you know it's no it's it's all love. We just going line by line, genuine reactions, and everybody doesn't have to doesn't have to agree, but sure that we can definitely get along. I would like to have a drink with this brother and have a deep conversation about so the week ticket know. prices. <laughs> survive <laughs> survive the disaster that is Kendrick's pricing right how are now. we gonna rise from the ashes of <laughs> the wake of <laughs> Kendrick Lamar's tour <laughs> Yo, Kendrick man Kendrick man he, he knows what he's doing to us man <laughs> it's bad it's bad Hello, Obama get out of office and now this <laughs> <laughs> this is deep man I'll respect the dude though, man. He definitely gave us something to talk about, man. <laughs> not Trump. He's, no. he's not the enemy. Oh no, it's Kendrick. It's, it's Kendrick. Yeah. See, because Trump doesn't claim to be woke. Nah. So therefore, he has no responsibility exactly. in uplifting our community. All right, let's let's stop. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Man. If y'all still listening, man, I appreciate y'all for hanging in with us on this. Uh, once again. Hit us up on Twitter, SXSNDLS, Instagram, SXSNDLS, my personal Instagram, Emmanuel, since 85, and uh, um, I'll, I'll put Mondo's number um, on a, on one of these posts <laughs> so you can text him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stay All woke. Right. <laughs> Stay woke, y'all. <laughs> and you too, Antoine.
Hello, baby. Hello, baby. 